Welcome to the Grace Cafe with Dwayne Lynch. Real talk in real times. Real situations with real people. Keeping the perspective on God's grace. Here we go again. It's the Grace Cafe. I'm your man D. Got my man Rob. And we got a guest, but we'll introduce him in a little bit. Um, first of all, we want to uh, thank you guys for tuning in. If you tuned into the last pilot episode, we want to thank you for that. I think on this episode, we pretty much got the little butterflies and nervousness and all that stuff out. And, you know, we just going to get into some stuff today. So uh, I think we're going to start this thing off with prayer. And then uh, Rob going to jump on the scripture. And then we'll 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 go from there. Father God in heaven, Lord, we thank you for this day. We thank you for this opportunity, God, to minister to your people. Father God, we ask that you just just lead and guide. And we want to thank you, Lord God, for just being a, a blessing to the body of Christ. Thank you for waking us up this morning, clothed in our right minds. Thank you for life, health, strength. Thank you, Lord, for the roof over our heads, the food in our stomachs, and the things that we most of time, most times take for granted. We thank you for our families. We thank you for all that you've done for us, past, present, and future. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Uh, today, the focal scripture is Romans 1, 16 and 17, and I've been instructed by my pastor to read... Uh, he don't want to take it, but that's what he's done. He don't, he don't, you know, you know what I'm saying, Mo. He don't, mm-hmm. he's trying to duck and dive. I'm like, nah, dude. Yeah, real. So it's Romans 1, 16, 17, which was, wait a minute, am I right? Hold on. Yes. Hold on, let me do this all over again. Okay. New Testament. I just really believe people are going to be judged for these androids. I don't know, man. I'm just saying. Uh, let me read it off. You get to you got it. Let me read it off there. There you go. Because, uh, you know, I, I don't have an iPhone, y'all, and we keep getting ridiculed, so I'm going to have to just be obedient. Romans 1, 16 and 17. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first and also the Greek. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, This the just shall live by faith. Amen. Amen. All right. So uh, um, this the uh, topic of this episode is why not church? And uh, we picked that because what, what we've uh, noticed as... Christians is that, you know, people really don't, certain people don't take to church and things like that, right. you know what I mean? And, that, and one of the, one of the first things that I noticed, you know, um, when I really started getting into church was that one, 
churches were, I want to say, 80 to 90% women. The second thing is, is that... That's a, that's a, that's a whole nother... Yeah. That's a whole nother yeah, that's a whole uh, nother whole podcast. You do podcasts yeah. on that by itself. Yeah, it's but a anyway. whole nother demonstration. But yeah. then, you know, it's you have men sprinkled in congregations. Some some congregations you have, uh, um, you know, a, a good number of men. But overall, it's not it's not really cool to be in church or whatever. You know what I mean? And I was just, you know, over the years, over these years that I've been, you know, attached to church, I've been like, you know, asking these questions and, you know, I've been at outreach, I've been talking to people and, you know, and, and a lot of people just don't take the church. And so I started asking questions because, and the reason why I was asking questions is because I'm like, you know, I know what it did for me. And so based on that and, and you know, I'm I'm in it, so to speak. I'm in it to win it. You know what I mean? I'm in it for the long oh, haul. Right. And everybody don't feel that way, you know. And you know, and and I think we were talking, and and we were what we were going to do, and I'm, I'm and that's what we're going to do now. We're going to apologize, man, for anything that has happened. Oh yes, to, yeah, 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 yeah. You we, know, yeah, to yeah. anyone that has felt the need to you know um remove themselves remove themselves from, the from either remove yourself from the kingdom because or, you've been or, hurt yeah. or or you know you've just left church for whatever reason but we also need to extend an apology to the people that have probably gotten a revelation that this is what they need to do mm-hmm. but the the what you call it the perception of church and church people has kept them out, and so we want to extend an open apology, you know, whether we whether we did it or not. Along with I think, an olive branch, you know, we want to extend an olive branch. I don't know. Him. I don't know if we have or if we haven't. We can't. It's not for us. Some of we us have. Know. Yeah, some of us, us have. have. Most, so, most haven't. Yeah, we want right. to extend an open apology to people a because sincere apology. You know, because I know I know that's real. You know, that's real, and so. Uh, you know, that's where we that's where we heading. We want we want to see people saved and their lives change, but it's like, uh, it's, so to speak, based on people and churches in general, it's like the veil has been put back up. You dig where I'm at? So you're saying that when salvation came, the veil was torn. Yeah, meaning but that, but you're saying because of our behavior. The veil is you know it's being reestablished. Yeah, it's being reestablished by not by people outside of the church or by the by the Holy Spirit, but it's being put back together by man. By man. By man. You dig that's a man? travesty. And that's a travesty. That's a, absolutely. That's a, a absolute travesty. Absolutely. And so, um, you know, based on that, I um I think I can introduce our guest today and uh our guest is my brother, my partner, my business partner. He's been my man like all my life, man. We just done, I mean, we just came from the dirt together. You know what I mean? And he watched, you know, he watched my trans transformation. And I think for a minute, the, uh, what's the song? The Tupac song, I Ain't Mad At You. 
that was me and him. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because you know I had I had you know I was done with the street life, and you know and and I think I was kind of doing it wrong, and uh, you know and and so that song applied to us. So so, so what do you mean when you say you did it wrong? I was doing Your it exit wrong. Exit was too I, abrupt. No, I I was uh. When I when I came home, I was a Muslim. I was a full fledged Muslim. Mm-hmm. I was a Sunni Muslim, and you know my my whole thing was is when I came home, I don't want nothing to do with, I don't want nothing to do with no drugs, no crime. I'm in the mosque every Friday, and you know and and he accepted that because that's you know that's who we are, and so you know I think I think I'm gonna run his little his bio down. Right. First of all, it's my man, so everybody know it's my man Melvin Barnwell, a.k.a. you know, Melly Mel, a.k.a. Leave it there. You know. <laughs> run, down, run down that camera, man. <laughs> a.k.a. Triple OG, triple, 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 you know, but he's my man. And, um, you know, and uh, Melvin, I mean, since... I think I'm the man that I am today because of Christ, but I'm also the man that I am today because of him. Mm-hmm. Because when, you know, when when we were kids, you know, I was a church boy. You know, I was in church all the time and you know, and that's what I was gonna probably end up being. But because of where we came from, we came from that south side. And so I couldn't be that kind of kid and grow up in Southeast because I probably and, and survived. No, nah, I wouldn't have survived. And so, you know, I mean, I want I want to call Melvin a protector, but he was a teacher too. You know what I mean? And it doesn't matter, you know, that you know what he taught me because a lot of stuff I taught myself. But at the same time, man, it, he, uh, you know, he just been my back. You know what I mean? And even when I was, you know, I, I, I started going to jail at 12 years old. And, and you know, then I, at some point I was caught up on drugs or whatever. And, you know, and he's my man, you know. And so. He, been, he was been through it all. Yeah, he's been all, through right? it all. He's seen my, trans, you know, transition. And he know, you know, where I'm at. He know my heart. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Because we, you know, everything that we did most of our life, we did together. So he know my heart, he know where I'm going. And, you know, I asked him here, I, I actually asked Melvin here today because I've been, you know, saved for quite some time. And I've been, I've, I, I, uh, so to speak, I've invited Melvin to things and I've wanted, you know, I, I talk spiritually to him. I try to explain the message of grace to him. But, you know, sometimes there's a barrier with people and it has nothing to do with you, you know. And, um, you know, I, I, I asked Melvin some questions, uh, you know, a few months ago. And the answers that he gave me was like, whoa. They was real? They was like, Painfully real. Straight, no chaser, no, no chaser. filter. But that's that's what you're gonna get from Melvin. You're gonna right. always get that from him. You know what I mean? So um I've said what I said about him, but I'ma let him 
tell you about itself. But before before I do that, I want to say something else because another reason I asked Melvin here is because Melvin is one of these dudes with extraordinary strength. And, you know, you guys on the podcast can't see Melvin, but Melvin is in a wheelchair right now. And Melvin been in this wheelchair for 20-something years. But Melvin has not taken the same mindset or attitude about being in the chair as a lot of people, you know, as far as, as far as giving up up. and, 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 you know, just, just use it for crutch or, or use it to make people, yeah, to use people or to, you know, or to work the system, Mm -hmm. you know, because, you know, I'm, I, I, you got to applaud a dude like Melvin because he's been in that chair for 20 something years, but, for twenty something years, he worked. this dude worked, right? And this dude been in a car. I'm talking about driving himself for twenty something years. You know what I mean? He don't need you to help him or nothing like that. And I just thought that was some extraordinary. That's good you stuff. Know, I always respected stuff. him for his strength in that. But you know, the, you know, those two reasons are the reason that I asked him to come here today because I know where you know because of how him and I are. He'll always tell me the truth, you know. Even about myself, he'll tell me the truth, and so that's you why need I that a lot of times. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I need it. I might not take it all the time, but hey, I, you know, I need it. But I'm a, mm-hmm. I'm a stop <laughs> and let Melvin tell you about himself, and you know, and uh, and then we'll we'll jump right into this topic of, you know, why church? Why not church? Why right. not church? Yeah, why not church? Why not church? All right, I'm Melvin Barnwell. I'm half a century. I'm in a wheelchair. Came from Southeast. Um, where to start at? Me and Dwayne, we come up together, come out the dirt, do it all, do the good times. We don't had a lot of them, and we had our fair share of bad times. Uh, and... When my brother came home in 95, 96. was it 95 or 96? 96, the year Park died. Yeah, 96. I seen a little difference in him, you know. He didn't want to mellow back up in them streets. And even though I was in a wheelchair at the time, I still was middling in the streets. I still was hustling. But I always, since we was little, want to make sure that he's straight. He got him a job. And uh, it was just a matter of time because I know him so much. And so <laughs> it was just a matter of time before he get back in the street, mm-hmm. which he did. Now, we had our little hang-ups like brothers going to do. Siblings going to do that. They right. don't have that little hang-up. Right. But see, this last time, because mm-hmm. brother went back. But the last time he came home, it was a whole little different glow about him. So his, hanging over his head. So his countenance had changed. Oh, his whole demeanor had changed. So, th- so th- th- this is the last time he went back. He came out, and then he was he didn't go back again. Nah, he hadn't been back. The last Shit. time when you saw him, the last time you said that? it changed. Oh four, oh five. Oh four. Yep. Right. And 
it was just so happened. Uh, he was working at a uh, Goodwill. Yeah, that's right. And I asked, bro, how much was he making? And he said, seven dollars <laughs> an hour. And, and that's an 04? Yeah. Yeah, I took that because and I just took it because I was See, like, back well, then, see, when you're you coming to. out, you're going to take whatever. Yeah. That's when right. I came home, I was getting paid 425 Yeah. Right. Right? But it didn't matter. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You just want something. That's yeah. right. You know, you want to work. You want to do right. Yeah. And you want to feel like you... you Contributor. Take, 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 taking those type jobs, you want to be back a part of society See, and be working is, again. It's not like that you grow up a certain way and that's what you want to do. You want to be in the streets. You want to be selling drugs. Because I tell these youngers, like my sons, I let them know from growing up, just because you black, that don't mean you're supposed to go to jail. Right. Uh-oh. Just because you black, Come that on, don't Dad. mean that you are supposed to be hustling Come on, or get a, a, a rest record. That's right. You see what I'm saying? Or see, number. I could have raised my boys to be just as crazy and stupid mm-hmm. as me and Dwayne was. Which a lot of people do. You did. But that wasn't that wasn't it. Yeah, that, wasn't, that wasn't us. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, like I said, me watching him and I told him, I said, man, let me holler at my boss. And I hollered at my boss. And I let my boss know. He had, you know, he had a record. So th- th- this was here? No, nah, uh-uh. this was at another company. Oh, another, another company, company. Yeah. yeah. Right? And my boss was like, uh, well, going off of your word, he hired him. From that without point. Without an interview. Without an interview, he was hired. Wow. And he had to wow. go through. And he had to go through Y'all all hear that? that? Without an interview, prison system, penal number. Because mm-hmm. I know brothers that get discouraged when they had a minor scrape with the law. Yeah. They might not have done no time. They might be in and out of jail, not necessarily prison, but then they get discouraged and get defeated because, man, ain't nobody going to hire me because, you know, and they and when you hear them talk about it, you can see the spirit. like It's like a badge of honor. Yeah. Man, man, I got prize, Joe. Ain't nobody going to hire me. Yeah. But see, that's just, looking at that's y'all just, too, that's, that's an excuse. That's just the stupidity mm-hmm. of right. so many young men that, you know, see, it's like this. See, like, our fathers is, like, was obsolete. Right. We had to learn from the streets. Mm-hmm. And you know what I'm saying? So the streets and was your father. Yeah. They taught, the streets taught us wrong. Right. Now, we had good mothers to say, hey, uh-uh, this ain't happening. Right. You know, but out of sight, out of mind. You know, now, it was certain things that was done that, you know, our mothers wouldn't approve of it at all. Right. You know? Because y'all wasn't raised wanna, like that. Our mother wasn't. Uh, Go ahead, wasn't you know to the point where uh, they were sitting there getting high, getting drunk, that type of stuff. We wasn't there. They wasn't there, mm-hmm. right? So I don't want to stay away from what I was saying about Wayne mm-hmm. and the transformation, right? You know because you know me. And church, see, it's see, it's a difference. The difference right now, mm-hmm. why a lot of people don't go to church, mm-hmm. a lot of people don't know church because they've never been taught church. Mm-hmm. The us three, unchurched. Us three right now, mm-hmm. we was brought up in, church. in a church. Mm-hmm. Now we strayed away from it. Right. 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 Now, Truth be told. these kids today, they wasn't, they they haven't been brought up in no church. 
their mamas and daddies haven't been brought up in no church. But Melvin, we didn't have the option not to go. That's exactly. right. But see, see, we didn't have. You see what I'm saying? But see, it's not. It's not so much as the option or not because it's been plenty of times when we've been sent to Sunday school. And we skipped Sunday school. Oh, yeah. Went to the corner you know store. Exactly. With that little money. Man, we wasn't doing no dirt. We wasn't doing no dirt. Oh, no. All we was no. doing was going to get no. you know, some Katie did, some yep. sour lemon heads. Something like that. And sneaking soda back up in church service. Some baked beans. Don't My biggest thing was <laughs> getting away from mom and dad and going in the balcony. Because yeah. you felt you had a sense of freedom. Yeah. But you was not going to get away from not going to church. And you know one thing, Melvin, when I see young families or family that's raising kids, and they not in church, to me that's scary because those children are not don't have that fundamental foundation. Right. You see what I'm saying? It's to the point now where sports events supersede church. My sons, my sons are athletes. They have tons of games on Sunday. And I'm like, do these people know that people go to church? They, 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 they don't respect that no more. Right. But see, the thing, the thing is, it's it's not so much as a scheduling thing. Like I said, it's to me, from what I've seen, mm-hmm. you know, some. I mean, you got some people that come to you and preach to you, mm-hmm. and then you got some people that just try to shove it down your throat. Right. That will make the average person back away yeah. and think that you just are a, turn off. a religious. Fanatic. Religious is that you over you a fanatic. Exactly. Right? You're a fanatic, right. So, you know, uh to get back like I was saying about Dwayne, uh you know, I seen certain little things the change in them. Then some things I sometimes I'll sit back and I'll look and it'll be like, Oh, he on his little high horse. Mm. You know? See. Because the yeah. way that he was going. Mm-hmm. You know, and we get into an argument. He he come to me. He be like, "No, nah, dog, that's because I want you there, man." And I'd be like, "You need to go and leave me." So hold up. So wait, man. I I I I missed some of the backstory. When he came home in '96, he was a starch Muslim. And then oh, that when, and then and then and then and then right. But then when he came back in '04, he was a Christian. Well, I look at it like this. Uh, see, like his uncle Bay is a Muslim. Okay. Right? When we was young, so that was that was a, a heavy, a that was heavy influence there. I don't know if you remember when when Uncle Bay took us to that mosque. I went one time. Mm-hmm. That was it for me. <laughs> Cause that was all new to me. Right. You know, I'm like all oh, this bowing and pray for our time and got the slack and all. That. I'm like, oh nah, man, that ain't for me. He tried to stick with it for a minute. You know. So, but his real calling was Christianity. Because that's what he was brought into from jump. As we see today. With moms. Right. You know, and his mom was highly devout. Highly devout. Right, Christian. You know, I mean, I come over the house and we want to go hang out, sit us down in the living room. (laughs) Oh, here we go. Here come the speech. You know. But it was all good. Like, like in Venice. That was love, though. He said, when his he said, Kane, do you want to live or die? Yeah, do you want to live or die? That's <laughs> right. the stuff my mother would I'm going to say. Yeah. What Dwayne was going to say. Yeah, do you want to live or I die? I don't know. Hey, that's, that's what Kane said. That's what that's the that's the answer, though. That's, that's the, the only answer. answer had, so y'all was like Kane yeah. and, and oh, oh, oh boy. Oh, dog. Oh, dog. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, they was they was they was thick as thieves. I mean, yeah. you know, we dippy dabbing and some stuff. We did some stuff. Know, not proud of, you know what I'm saying? But that's my past. Yeah. You know, that's and past. you know, it's a lot of people that look at us right now today and For the ones that, in back they that remember. Yeah. They still even the little ones. You know, oh, the ones I mean behind. I know the I know behind. ones that was in diapers. Right. You know, when they still was in their mama's belly. And, you know, they try to say this and that. And I tell, bro, man, I get so tired of hearing this. What's that? What, what, what are you hearing? You know, about, I remember this and, man, you this. And I don't want to hear that. That's not me. Yeah, no more. You know what I'm saying? You don't remember that mm. stuff. Because, you know for I mean? real, I really don't. Because I had to ask him a few weeks ago, bro, was I like that for real? Because I really think that I just used to blank out a little bit, you know. Mm-hmm. And everybody said, oh, you was crazy, you was crazy. But I wasn't crazy to the ones I had love for. Mm-hmm. This was just for if you bring it, then you can get you it. Get it. <laughs> you know that type of role. So like Peter, I'm gonna cut you. Yeah. I'll, I'll cut you my ear. I'll cut your ear in hey, a second. If you bring you it, know, you gonna so, get it. Like I said, it was like the change and him constantly sh- trying to shove it down my throat, not knowing that I was already going to church. You see what I'm saying? Oh, really? See, I was already going to church, but I was—I just wasn't it was t- telling the world. Okay. And it's not, you know, earlier, brothers was like, a lot of people, a lot of guys, think it's not cool to be seen in church or come from church. No, you're wrong. That's not it. A lot of the young guys and some of the older guys, they have, it's a whole new world. Mm-hmm. You know, when you come into a church, say you never been to a church, mm-hmm. you don't know what to do. You don't know what you're doing in it. Mm-hmm. You know, when they get to saying, turn to this and do this and do that, you're alien to all of that. Mm-hmm. If you never really picked up your Bible, you can't hurry up and go to that scripture. Because you oh, don't know it. We're going to go to Hebrew 1. And I got a Bible in my hand, but I'm looking like. You know? And then how people perceive you. Meaning, a lot of times, it's a fashion show. A lot of times, please. A lot of times, it's a fashion show. <laughs> people want to stub their nose. That, see, first of all, status think, symbols. Uh, you don't have to be in the streets or have street knowledge to know when somebody ain't feeling you and you ain't feeling them. Meaning, how somebody treats you or have somebody talk to you. Mm-hmm. It's one thing to preach. It's another thing to preach down to people or talk down to people. Mm-hmm. Uh, money. Mm-hmm. See, mm-hmm. because I come from an era where if that family is in trouble financially or spiritually, they go to the church. Mm-hmm. Now, it's not like that. It's not like that. And if it's still like that, it's a, just a few churches out here that will accommodate a family. Right. You know, even with marriage counseling and so on and so on. My thing is, is that, you know, I go to church and I'm not a real people's person. Bro, bro I tell you that. I'm, I'm not, I'm just, that's just not so you, me. You're pretty much an introvert. You know, I don't know about I'm that. He ain't an introvert. He ain't an introvert, but he just don't. No, nah, I just, we just, just like. I mean, we just never. 
the thing is, is that we just never did crowds. And, right. and you know what? And, and you me know, Noah Wayne yeah. for the past five years, five years, years I've kind of picked that up. Like yeah. when you he know. talk, when he when he talk, it be kind of like, yeah, brother. Um, what you need to do is X Y. It be it be like it's directed. It's, 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 it's directed towards to me. Yeah. Where it's me, you can tell my voice is like I'm boom boom. Exactly. But see, yeah. it's, but see, like it's like kind of like right. You know what I'm saying? When you being direct and that one on one will get past a whole crowd. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? See, it's like, if I got five people and I'm talking to them, mm -hmm. right, who's to say that one of them gonna pick it up? You know what I mean? Right. If I was a one-on-one, -on -one, oh, he gonna pick it up. Okay. Or she's gonna pick it up. Cause I used to love when Wayne's come down there, cause I be like, Give me, give me a word. I see what man. I look outside, I see that truck. I like that. Well, brother, come, well, brother, come. He come up the sidewalk, you know. And one thing I say is a testament to what you saying is, is that when I talk to Wayne, I don't hear no streets. I don't see that aroma of the streets. You know what I'm saying? And I don't see. Uh, I don't see. What a lot of people will see the mo. You know what I'm saying? Um, I see a whole different person. So that when you talk about that continence change, because when he shared with me, I was like, "You, you, 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 you was when?" <laughs> I said, "Joe, come on, you know you was raised in Richmond, man. You ain't you, you, you know, you know <laughs> you're right. right. Far from what he told me." And then he said, "You know, I got my book." And I ain't trying to do a shameless plug. I'm just saying, you know, I got my book. And I said, what did you want about? He's like, man, it goes through my whole transformation and my whole life, how my whole life, how it came around, how it came to came, came to be. So I was just like, wow, this dude. And I and, and see, when I look at y'all, me being younger than y'all, that's how OGs act. They don't, they don't, they don't, they're not proud of what they did. They not running their mouth, telling everybody what they did. Wow. They just, they just, I mean, they just, no, because see, these, these new Jack, this new millennium oh, gangster, whatever. Yeah, the Thunder, you call them Thundercats. Yeah. Yeah, these new dudes, that's why they always getting caught because they always running their mouth. Yeah. And it's, it's they, there was no code of conduct it's or no, honor. It's no training that. with, it's no training with this, this younger generation. And I can't sit here and say because that it's all of the generation because I talk to some real intelligent youngins that's yeah, just in the streets. Ones out here. You know that, like I said, it's not like they want to be out there, but the way the system is set up to force their hands to get out there, mm -hmm. and you can't say, "Well, you don't need to be doing this if I ain't gonna give you this to do." Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? A supplement or replacement. You can't sit there and say, "Well, I'm gonna give you this little stipend if you go to school." You know. DC had bought out a law two years ago. I, I saw for, that they paying them for for if you stay out of trouble, we'll pay you. And yeah. this is for the real juvenile delinquent. Mm -hmm. Right. To me, that ain't gonna work. And it didn't work. No. We talking about feeding the whole family. Because no, it's not even that. Not even that. Not even economic. If I give you two hundred and fifty dollars to sell you, you staying out of trouble. That don't mean I'm not out there committing trouble. 
That just means you just paid me or you bribed me. See what you did to do did the right thing was gave me some money so I can go and re up. Yeah. Yep, that's right. Why well, I just I just you think know, I said you know what that's exactly a small what it is. cat gonna say oh so you gonna give me money so I can give me a couple of ounces exactly. and I'm and I'm gonna turn this exactly and bring back bring back fifteen hundred. Now you know it's like we're stirring the weight, but back to why that's people don't like to go to church. Let me yeah. drop this in real quick because I um, I was looking through my little book because I, I wrote down everything that you told me, mm-hmm. right? And here goes some reasons Melvin gave me for why people don't go to church, right? And the first thing was money, right? The second thing was false promises. Mm congregational envy backbiting and this was the key one right here this will blow you away this the this was the the the, the like really really vicious one mm-hmm. is that people that are not in church and they come in church they can pick up game Woo! But wait a minute I, you had said something early and I was going to touch on that way I'm glad you brought that back you said up they can pick up game right what I was going to ask you was, I was going to ask, I was going to say, Melvin, can you see elements of the street in a church house? All day long. All day, yeah. For example. For example, okay. What's a good way to get money out of your congregation? Offer. Offering, right? Mm-hmm. Tad, special offering, right? Mm-hmm. You got to size them up a little bit, right? Right. So, my thing is, I've been to a few churches that it's like they want to use me as their poster child. Mm-hmm. Are you, wait a minute. Are you Listen serious? Listen what I'm saying. Listen what I'm saying. Wow. Right? I'm not going to put no churches on the spot. Right, right, right. We ain't trying to sue. But go ahead. <laughs> it was like, uh, you know, you sitting here telling me that a miracle's about to happen. Oh no! Don't right. Oh, don't tell me that. See, don't tell me that one. Me, don't tell me that, man, Melvin. See, hear him out. Hear him like, out. Oh my God. Hear him out. That's Seriously. the worst thing that you can do to somebody that has an illness. Oh my God. Or sickness, man. or in my case, being paralyzed. Mm-hmm. You know, because that goes back to the whole snake oil. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. a snake oil salesman. You ain't never tell you me know, this, man. And it's like, <laughs> oh my God! With man. that, with that alone, because it wasn't like know? he hadn't been to church. He's been in church, but bad experiences in church alienate people from church, and you know all all of these reasons that he got, and and that's just a drop in the bucket. You dig what I mean? Of course. And because so it's a it's a whole well, right? Of things. It's because a whole well of things, but church, you know. A lot of people, that's why I said people that go to church, some people that never been, they don't know what tithing is. But they don't even get a chance to learn you know, what tithing is. Because or the why you should, looking at why, you a certain why do way. It, you, know? you know? And I don't care if they gay, if they homeless. Church is supposed to be your sanctuary. You know, the refuge. You, you know, back, back in the days, man, if the police was after you and you run in a church, they could not enter that church to lock you up. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know about the black churches because 
no, we all man. know how they treat blacks. But my thing is, if I come to church and I'm paying my tax, I'm gonna pay my tax. Okay, you want me to get an offer? Get your offer. Special offer? Got to start scratching my ear like, okay now, you know? But the day that I stopped going to this particular church mm -hmm. was when the pastor, man, they already don't got uh, tax. Okay. Offering. General offering. Special, Special offering. offering. And uh, what sacrificial offering, right? Now, on this fifth roll around, you pull out a $50 bill and say, I'm looking for everybody and anybody to match this 50 for mama's birthday, which is mother of the church. Oh, the mother of the church. Okay. Right? No, it's his mother, though. Oh, oh. The right? pastor's mother. Yeah. Okay. And I'm looking at it like she already got all hers. With those four and five. Now, if I see you roll up in an Escalade, uh oh, I knew it was coming. And I knew it was coming. Like we could not do this now, without. That don't I mean knew. that your pastor, the leader of the flock, is supposed to be in hand-me-downs. I get that, of course. But see, one thing people gotta understand is that church is a business. But your electric bill doesn't mean. More than my electric bill. Your electric bill, $5,000. Why? I'm up in this piece paying you every Sunday. Why are you behind in any bill? I can look around. First service is always the biggest service. And then you got another service that's just as big. Most of them got three. You know? So guess what? You So the same thing you ask... You ask for all three services. Yeah. Mm. Now, if you was upright and righteous, I would ask the first service, and that would be it. And then it would be like, if you want to give something, the mother has already been blessed already, mm -hmm. but if you want to give some extra, you can, but I'm moving on with the service. Because when you, when you stop the service deliberately and make the same appeal verbatim, then you start to say, you know what? I smell game. Well, it's, getting, see, it's, 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 it's getting kind of hot. Well, the thing you know, is, when, the when, thing about it is, is that, you know, um, which is why we're why we're doing this. We, I mean, it's. I think we need to focus on what it is that actually that people are actually seeing in churches. You understand what I'm saying? That will make them not want to come because based on based on the message of grace, right? Mm -hmm. And what Christ has done for us, then if if that thing is being done correctly, you see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Then then people should be breaking the doors down, but they're not. Mm -hmm. And I was talking to the facilitator of my um of my church, and she said, "No, I I told her I said that church has been given a bad rap, right?" And she said, no, Dwayne, the church has not been given a bad rap. She said, people have given church a bad rap. A, bad rap. a black eye. You know what I mean? And, and, and I mean, it's, it's like, it's like, um, let's, let's start with, let's start with this message of grace and 
the scripture that we just read today, mm-hmm. right? This is what Paul said. And matter of fact, this is, you know, this is Paul's, what, what they call Paul's masterpiece on the message of grace. But this is the first thing he said. He said, for I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, right? Mm-hmm. To the Jew first and also to the Greek. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. As it is written, the just shall live by faith. Now, based on just based on that scripture right there, first of all, we need to understand that the gospel is good news. It's too good to be true news. Mm-hmm. So if it's good news, why not more people want it? Why not why people not kicking the doors down because people receive to get bad on. news right. outside the they, church. Yeah, so I don't need to come inside the church for you to tell me what I am or what I've done. I don't need you to do that. What you need to do when I get in there is to tell me how to get out of what I'm in. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Some action. The, yeah. Some some action because because a lot of people don't know how to play out the Christian walk. Now, my church. What is the to, Christian walk? Well, the Christian walk is how to deal with conflict resolution, how to deal with when the bills are high and the money is low. Uh, things you can do so you can see. Like I was telling Dwayne, man, we was talking. People need to see with the grace movement the manifestations that they talk about in the Bible. Because people look at the Bible like it's a history book, and a lot of them don't believe this stuff can happen. But real, realistically, mm-hmm. you know what the Christian walk is? It's trusting God and believing that what he did back then. He can do today. Covers us today. today. Right. You know what I mean? And, it, and, it, and it, I'm not trusting in, you know, the church I'm in. I'm not trusting in the pastor. What I'm trusting... In, in those areas are that whatever pastor I choose is the pastor that's telling me how to live a better life. Okay. Right? And the pastor that's telling me <coughs> how to live a better life is telling me that I need to have faith in what Christ had what Christ did. Not faith in the pastor. Not faith in the pastor. But faith or, in the word. Or pay, or faith in a friend, because a lot of us, man, we'll go to a friend and talk to a friend about a problem before we go to God. You see what I'm saying? I'm guilty. And so, I'm guilty based, that, huh? based on that, there's a message that Paul has been trying to, you know, that, and I want to say been trying to give for centuries. You He's know? still trying to give it. And it's still trying to give yeah. it. And if it was, I, I, I'm, I'm just saying this is me. Mm-hmm. I believe that if it was given the way some people are giving it or some pastors are giving it, then people should be kicking down doors. But then, you know, people are not. And see, I come from an <coughs> urban neighborhood. Mm-hmm. I come from that south side. And it is so hard to, you know, get people to come in the church without bribing them. I don't want to bribe them. I need I need to talk to people and they see 
what God did for us, and then they say, okay, that's how my situation can change. But it's not like that. And you got, you know, you got people that see all these things when they come in church, right? I've see, seen people come in church and somebody look at them wrong and they never come back. It's not supposed to be like that. <clears throat> or somebody <coughs> say something wrong to somebody and they never come back. And how can we change that? If the message is the message and it's good news, mm-hmm. how can we change that? Well, see, bro, the thing is, you know, everybody wants to try to get somebody in church. But where's the guidance? That's the point of church. There's no guidance. That's the point of church. Oh, you know, and, the, and the wrong guidance. No, it ain't necessarily no, the wrong guidance. See, the like, wrong guidance is this, is for somebody that don't know nothing about church to get in church and they have a gift. They can sing or they can play the piano or you throw them into you know, a church work. I'm not saying that we aren't supposed to work in church, but that 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 stuff has to be, you know, you, you got, it's a fine line between learning why you're here. See, that's what I was saying earlier. The reason why you're here and then going from there. See. Because what happens is, is that, you know, people jump in there, get in the choir, right? Mm-hmm. Never learn anything. They hear the pastor every Sunday. Your Bible is closed all week until you come back to church. Okay, mm-hmm. so with that being the case, how am I supposed to know if I don't take the initiative to figure this thing out, to figure out the word or whatever? How is it that I'm going to learn? And, and the thing is, is that we got people looking at it in a sense where as though if you're doing this, that, and the or then you're out of God's will. Let me tell you this. If you woke up this morning, you in God's will. <laughs> you know what I mean? Off the break. Off the break. Right. You in God's will if you woke up this morning. And so based on that, then you got to give, give people a chance, give people room to grow. But they need to get, you know, they need to get fit. Fed. I mean, they need to get fed, and they need to get fed the right stuff. And I believe that the only reason I'm in the position or where I am now is because I got fed the right stuff. But see, that's what I mean about and I when took someone it come in and never been to church. They just sitting in it. They hearing you read scripture after scripture, right? Mm-hmm. But where's the guidance that I'm just hearing you read? That's something that I can go home and do. Now, now, it now, the church that I go to now currently, mm-hmm. you know what's different about my pastor is he has kind of like a multi, he has a twofold altar call. Like that. Where he has, if you want to get saved or renew your faith, you can do so now. And he only wants you to come down. He just say, slip your hand up, right? Which is taking the pressure off that long walk. 
that we took at one time. Because, you know, back in the day, you had to walk down the aisle. You know, if it was long or short, but it felt like 20 miles when you was... Yeah, but you didn't walk down the right. aisle because you, you, I mean, you had, you self-conscious about right. who looking at you. you or yeah. what somebody right. going to say if you go down there and just say, let me tell you this. I'm, I'm, I want to say, I'm, I can't remember which funeral it was. And I ain't never say nothing to you, but I was, I, I sat in a funeral of one of our homies, right? And they had an altar call for some, for people to get saved. And in this particular funeral, nobody got up. Oh wow! Nobody. And and it and it bothered me because I this is this is a dude I grew up with, right? You know, and I'm like, you know, and nobody wants to nobody wants salvation. Cause it, it's it used something to be, wrong with that picture. Right. I don't care if just one person gets right. it. Right. It doesn't matter. Because a lot of times what you're saying is, is that God will sacrifice the sacrificial lamb which means to bring people is, will come. Yeah. And, 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 and I know why you you are, I think if, it, it, at best, you were offended. Right. But the second part of my pastor's altar call is, he said, if you feel like this is a place for you want to be, right, Come on, but you know what he you know what he does? He says, "Try us out first, right?" Which is which is unique and different to add to what you were saying, Mel. He says, "Try us out to see if this is the place for you." He says, "Come to, come to the new orientation class where you where you talking about how do you what kind of Bible do you get? How do you study the Bible? Where do you go first? So there are some churches. Well, I mean, and it's not enough. Yeah, it's not enough. But mm-hmm. at least, there, at least there are some churches. It's not just that though. What it is is that is that the person has to take. I believe the person has to take to the initiative to pull from pull from the uh, the resources at the church, mm-hmm. and then they got to take their own because you know. I mean, you got. Sunday service, mm-hmm. right? You got Bible study, and Bible study is the that's that's the guidance, mm-hmm. right? You know, that's how you just learn what you know di- what different things is. But then it's also taking time to yourself between you and God and try to get this thing or pull the meaning out of this thing between you and God and you know and 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 have I would say have a partner or somebody that you can call and say I don't understand this that's what I mean can you help me out with understanding this but and I, so you need you need see that's exactly what I'm talking about you know, as far as with the guidance mm-hmm. you know because the average person that never been to church not going to know okay if I call you down the pulpit and I ask you do you believe Jesus Christ died for your sins? The average person that's in church that just came in going to say yes. Yeah, they're going to say yes. But they really don't have their mind wrapped around the whole concept of that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because they haven't been taught. But I think it's admirable that he would even offer that mm-hmm. to take. Because what he's doing is, in, in, in my church case, he's taking the pressure off of saying yes without really knowing. That's why he said try us on for size. He said, because you may find out this is not for you. Mm. I said, wow, this cat's a little bit different. 
But that's a whole other talk show. When I get him on here, we're gonna talk about why he why he does that, because he goes against tradition, which is another reason why people don't want to come to church. Is because of tradition. See, that's right. the thing, right there. Of tradition. what they seen, tradition. What is, what is tradition? What is a traditional church? What you see, a traditional church is a church that's been doing things the same way, the same way, right, for years, and and and, and don't know nothing else. And and the only thing that I can say to their defense is that they're just doing what they've been taught, right. See, you know what I mean? And they, with and a no lot of times, no a lot of times, they don't even know that they're wrong. You know, they, you know, and and and. It's it's all good, man. I mean, I think, I just think that you know, I think we have to really, really seek God in these situations. Mm-hmm. You know, know what I mean? I mean, I mean, really seek God mm-hmm. and get away from you know tradition. But then, because but see, now tradition, you, but, but, okay, because that's what Paul said. He said tradition has made the word of God of none effect. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And and that means that what you're saying, because of your tradition, mm-hmm. people outside of the church take this for a joke. Mm-hmm. It's a joke, but it's not a joke. I mean, that's the thing is that it's not a joke. So how do we, you know, how teach do we turn that? Because right. you have to straight teach people. Yes, you, you have, have to. You have to, put, you, you have to put resources like he's like Wayne said earlier. You right. have to put resources you in place. Put, put resources in, and you have churches like that. And stop talking to people as if they already know this because right, because they're lazy exactly. and they don't want to do the rudimentary work. Right. So what they do is they talk over a Melvin and say, "Well, you're supposed to know this," yeah. and then and they leaving you like like you said, there's nobody guiding your hand saying this, saying that. What kind of what kind of Bible you supposed to get? And a lot of this stuff is. Supposed to be quote unquote supposed to be dealt with under new members class. Now, mm-hmm. how long how long is new members class? Some people is abbreviated. Some people is a week. A week. Some people some is people a couple of months. It's a month. Some people say or year. some months. Or some but months. The fact that the matter is is that's where it needs to be started at is in new members class. When you're in new members class, that gives you a foundation. Right. So you won't be like from, you said, like like like, like Melvin said, you wandering around like the children of Israel, wandering around the wilderness. Yeah. It's something that was supposed to take forty exactly. days took forty years, exactly. and then you wondering why they murmuring and complaining about not seeing them manifestations, or why is that brother it, 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 even being taught how to be happy when another brother is being blessed? People outside to say, man, all these dudes is getting this, the Lexus and Benz. And, and I'm still catching the P12 right. see, with, a, with, thing, with a bus see, transfer. I'm glad you know said it because I was just going to say, see, it's like you don't want people to start looking at it like, okay, like Brun said, it's, today it seems like oh, we with might, men. is gone. God dog it. Hmm? Yo, who? No, no. I'm sorry. It seems like that uh, being in church isn't cool or something of that magnitude. When you, it's like, how can I say this? I can't tell you to come to church if it's not in my heart to tell you to come to church. Number one, right? right? Because at the end of the day, you're going to do what you want to do. 
And if you're not going to give me no type of guidance, because let me say this. When my brother spoke at his church, he invited me to come, right? Mm-hmm. My emotions was already balled up because what I was dealing with in my own household, right? And I listened to bruh and the whole time some just say, you need to talk to the pastor. You need to talk to the pastor, right? Mm-hmm. Now for me, I'm just talking about me, right. that been let down in the church as far as I was concerned, because if I come to church to hear the word, that's what I want to hear. Right. The word. I don't want to hear about your clothes and how much property you have. <laughs> I don't want to hear none of that. Right. I could care less. Right. Right? Right. But it was like, once I did get a chance to speak to the past, you remember that night when I was crying? Mm-hmm. And you and mom was like, what's wrong with him? That was so much anger balled up inside of me. Y'all knew that he made it. Yeah. Right? But let me tell you something, I got even madder once I left that church. Why? Because I felt, now, I can be wrong, I felt. Once I said what I said to the pastor, it was like she just moved me over there and said, oh, well, I, I can't help you with um, what you need to do is talk to the man. That's, yeah. Right? See, but. That's- I mean, to to her defense, that's the way it's supposed to go. See, okay, see. A woman supposed to now counsel a woman, and a man mm-hmm. supposed to counsel a man. Okay. I mean, I, so in 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 her defense, I I mean. You can say in her defense, right? But see, that's what I'm saying. If a person haven't been to church like that to know that, they wouldn't know that. Yeah. You see what I'm so saying? So you will be offended. Yeah, I mean, and and that's what happens. It, I mean, people get offended. You know, and see, a lot man, of times by him just telling they don't, me this. They don't know, you know, but it's something that I did not know. Right, people haven't been given a chance to even to get in and to understand how things are supposed to go. That's all. Right, and you know, so I mean, and, and that, that's what I mean by you know. It goes all the way down the line. I mean, as far as with the money, with the fakeness, and it's 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 things that you see that you might consider as fake. Okay, you say a lot of people walking around think that church, all churches are the same. They don't know the difference between a Christian church and a Catholic church. Right. Nobody's teaching that. Right. Right. So we kind of green to all of that, you know. So then, if I go into this church. Christian church, black Christian church. And then next week, I go try this Catholic church. And I'm getting two different meanings from both of these churches. That's a confused person. So where's the guidance coming from? Because mm. so, so, that's going to confuse you. So, so we can deduce at the end of the day that the way to rectify this is to have the resources in place that's go. going to... That's going to slow walk you, and I, I, I've heard it in, in passing. People say like, "Talk to them like you're talking to a fifth grader." 
don't assume everybody's on the same level. Right. You know see, what I'm saying? See, well, that's and, where you're going to go and, wrong at. In, in, in layman's terms. You can't, you can't sit there and talk to a grown person like they're fifth grader. Well, no, I don't mean that act like a fifth grader, but I'm talking about as far as explaining the the foundation, I mean, the guidelines so everybody can get it. See, yeah. we gotta, thing, uh, the first thing you should, have, you should be doing is asking that person, what do you know about God? There you go, okay. I'll go what do you that. know about the church? You know? Give them some background, something to feed on. That's true. You know? Good point, good point sir. Because heart's not being fed. Minds are being fed, but that heart not being fed. Yes, sir. We're going to have to shut this down, but... Um, I knew I knew Melvin come thing, in and get it stirred up. Man. The last thing that I want to say is to understand and receive grace means we are convinced that right standing with God comes by grace, not our works. Amen. 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 And I'm D. Rob. My man. Melly Mel. And we out. Peace. This week's Grace Perspective. What's up, family? You know, Proverbs 14, 12 says, There is a way that seems right to a man, but its end is the way of death. For years, religion has been used to do a lot of different things. It's been used to manipulate, to rob, to hate, and most times to judge people. This was never God's intent. As far as Christianity is concerned, it is the path of God that required a savior to atone for our sin, remove his wrath, and give us the gifts of love, grace, and mercy. Yet it is not perceived that way. Mahatma Gandhi, one of our greatest leaders, admired Jesus Christ and often used his teaching, but strongly rejected Christianity. Why? Well, while practicing law in South Africa, he was attracted to the Christian faith and decided to attend service. On the steps of the church, he was rejected by a church elder and told that there was no room there for Kaffirs. In other words, there were no room there for black people. From that point, he said he would never consider Christianity if it meant being part of a church. In an interview, he was asked why he so adamantly rejected becoming a follower. Gandhi said, oh, I don't reject your Christ. I love your Christ. It's just that so many of you Christians are so unlike your Christ. The sad part about this story is that it's still going on today. Hosea 4 states that my people are destroyed from lack of knowledge. Christians are portrayed as crooks, liars, mean, gossipers, and judgmental hypocrites, among other things. Grace is this profound picture of what God did for us, not what we do for him. So what you go to church? So what you pay your tithes? So what you speak in tongues? So what you're a minister or you're an usher or you're a choir member? So what? At the end of the day, will the gangster, the prostitute, the drunk, the dope fiend, or the homeless look at you, your lifestyle, or your demeanor and say, if that's Christianity, I don't want it? Or will they meet with the same grace, love, and mercy that was shown to you? Something to think about. Thanks for tuning in. See you next time on the Grace Perspective. Peace.
Thank you for tuning in to the Grace Cafe. Join us next week for the Grace Cafe. God bless.